Welcome to the Farming Basics Podcast with Olivia Fuller. We'll have sustainable farming tips from growers across the state and extension specialists at Auburn University. Welcome back to the Farming Basics Podcast. This is your host, Olivia Fuller. We've got Jacob Kelly here today, and today we're interviewing Andre Da Silva, extension vegetable specialist here at Auburn. And we're gonna talk about the importance of varieties, why they're so important to choose the right one for your farm and your needs. So, welcome. Hey, Olivia. Hey, Jacob. Thank you for having me here. It's gonna be a pleasure to talk a little bit about variety selection. Why is that so important for a grower? Variety selection is the first step of a grower in the beginning of the season. Before they even like prepare their land, laying their beds for vegetable production, if they are doing like bare soils, they need to select what variety to grow or what they are growing. Once the crop is selected, the variety will be the main point because this is not only important for increase the profits, but also because it's the first step of an uh, IPM program. So if you are a grower that wanna plant a tomato crop, first you need to identify what is the issue in your areas. Do you have problems with uh, nematodes or do you have problems with a particular disease or insects? Then you're gonna select the variety that's gonna be a resistance for that. Plus, when are you planting that? If you're planting late in the season, you're gonna need a variety that is resistance for heat stress. If you're planting early in the season, cold stress. So that that's the importance of our varieties. And with the currently price of uh, increase of price in uh, input costs for the fertilizer and chemicals for application, and this is not only in conventional but also in organic production, a selection of a good varieties will ensure that you increase your profits because you're gonna reduce the costs of the use of inputs. So that's gonna be the benefits of a correctly or a proper variety selection. And what you're wanting to do with it, too. Like if you're a market grower wanting certain types to take to market. Yeah, that's another important part because let's say if you are a watermelon grower and you want to plant, you are selling uh, for a farmer's market, then you you have a particular market or a number of clients who prefer seeded watermelon instead to seedless watermelon, you need to select a variety that can provide you fruits with seeded. Another good example is for yellow squash. Sometimes if you are you have clients that prefer a straight neck than a cracker neck, you're gonna need to select the variety that is cracker neck. A good example of that we have been talking with some growers in North Alabama is that if you cross the border with Tennessee in Alabama, Tennessee, uh, in Tennessee, they would prefer a straight neck yellow squash. But if you are in Alabama, they prefer a cracker neck yellow squash. So if you are a grower in uh, in North Alabama you need, and you are selling in Tennessee, you want to select like varieties that you're going to sell it in there mm-hmm. and varieties that you're going to sell in state. Mm-hmm. So that's a good example why variety selection is. And I even see in like South Alabama, they want the biggest tomato or watermelon. They want to see who can come to market with like this massive watermelon, but in Birmingham, when a lot of people coming to Pepper Place, they want those small ones that they can carry around and consume. Just yes, then. that's a very good other point. If you want to increase the size of your watermelon and you are at that particular grower, then you want a seeded watermelon. Seeded watermelon tended to be bigger than seedless watermelon. But if you are, a, on the other hand, if you are a grower that are selling your watermelon for a broker, you need to identify what is your broker wants. There are brokers who prefer to attend like big sales 
companies or grocery stores and they usually just buy 45 to 36 count. But if you are a grower that want to do like more local and you want a seedless watermelon with larger size, you're going to get like a watermelon that yield better like 60s or 30 or small, small one for 60 counts and bigger ones for 30 counts. So that's another important you know, you make all these recommendations to growers and things like that. It's in the vegetable handbook, some of these varieties and stuff. How do you come up with these recommendations and how do you get that information out to our growers? So, Jacob, it's important to know that you are not all, I'm not making recommendations, but more giving like tips on how to select their cultivars. Once you identify your market, your area, and your issues of growing that crop, then you're going to come and make the recommendation or select that. Currently, we have uh, the vegetable handbook with all varieties that can be grown in Alabama. So if you access the Farm Basic app, you're going to be able to access those varieties. However, we are currently developing a strong vegetable program here in Alabama for extension. And what we are doing is we are doing several variety trials across the state where we are trying different uh, the varieties of different crops. For example, just in the E.V. Smith uh, Research and Extension Center here in Shelton, Alabama, we have about eight different varieties trials in organic and conventional production. We have uh, variety trials for broccoli, where we identify those varieties that can be heat tolerant. We are testing like 80 different varieties. Our recommendation for broccoli would be like grow some Eastern Crown, which is a very common variety that can be grown in Alabama. Another variety trial that we are doing is for lettuce. We are doing lettuce for convention and organic in open field and in high tunnel. So there are several, uh, we are testing 16 different varieties. We are also doing that for Tomatoes, we have 22 different varieties of tomatoes in the field today where we're going to be uh, evaluating them for vigor, for disease resistance, but also for yield and yield quality, fruit size. Because if you are a grower that is selling for a farm's market, you want a, a big breakfast tomato that you're going to increase the value of your product. But if you are a retail, you're selling for retails or wholesales, you might going to need like smaller and more number of fruits instead of a big size of fruit because that's going to increase your profit by the end of the season. So that's the kind of things that we are evaluating. At the same time, we are evaluating some, we're doing a pepper variety trial where we have different, we're going to evaluate those for yield and also hotness or how hot it is the pepper. So we are just testing right now seven different varieties for peppers and we're going to compare with it with bell pepper, but we are doing that in organic and conventional production. And that's very exciting for Alabama. I think we've been behind in the vegetable world for a while. And because we have a lot of smaller scale growers, it's important that they choose things that they that fit their farm and their desires, like their end goals. And I've seen for a long time a lot of growers just choose willy-nilly, looking at what's fun and exciting online, ordering that, and then having a massive felled crop because they're not resistant to all of the things that we have in the soil here in the southeast. So that's, I think, so important for them to understand. AFVGA is a proud sponsor of the Farming Basics podcast. From generations past through the years to come, the Alabama fruit and vegetable growers produce an abundance we all enjoy. Join Alabama farmers at the annual conference and trade show in Gulf Shores, Alabama, February 9th and 10th, 2023. Visit afvga.org to learn more. Alabama produce, it just tastes better. 
I understand that most of our growers in Alabama, sometimes they are in smaller scale production and they want to diversify, which is important to make, maintain profitability. So usually they access website for those seed companies online. They see what is better and then they just click there and make the purchase. It's okay to do that, but time, sometimes you are not buying what is going to be the best to be grown in your field. So looking at events, what are my, the, you need to first identify what is the challenge of production for your um, facility or your farm, then what is the problem in the region, and then select it. I'm not saying that a grower should not select, uh, let's say, ghost pepper, which is something hot and they and uh, some growers want to do that. But if that doesn't grow well in your area, you have a different pepper that's going to be also as spice as ghost pepper, but is adapted for the region. Right. So you need to select varieties or cultivars that are adaptable to the environmental conditions of your field. Yeah, the work that you're doing at E.V. Smith, I think, is so important for the growers here. Um, is there anything else you want to highlight that's going on out there right now? Yeah, we're going to be doing a few days for those variety trials. So we are welcoming all the growers. They will be able to see what's going on with their own eyes. We're going to be doing hosting those few days on the harvesting time so they can see fruits. Um, those few days is going to uh, we did not select pick up a date yet, but we're going to be doing those few days in about two months from now, two to three months from now. So you can expect that receiving for your county agents some advertisement of those field days and we are more than welcome uh, where we're gonna be like providing lunch and allowing all the growers to walk around with like some educational sections as well. Everybody likes a good lunch and a lot of my growers need to come because I've got guys down in Southwest Alabama, you know, we get rain every day. Mobile's the wettest city in the United States, if you didn't know, and they'll plant double of what they expect to yield just because they know half of those plants are going to die out before they're ready for them, for, before they're ready for harvest. And it's because of a number of diseases and stuff and uh, things like that. And they get sticker shock. They go on there and I, you know, I'm like, well, have you tried this variety? And they go and they see these seeds are 50 cents a piece. And I'm like, but you're planting seeds that are 25 cents a piece and you're planting double. And you're spraying a bunch, and you're still not getting the yields that you want. So maybe you know using one of these varieties that we've tested in our trials, and that we know that this is a top-notch variety for Alabama or Southwest Alabama or North Alabama or wherever. Um, we know that this is a good variety. It's going to yield for you, and it's resistant to some of these diseases you've been you've been dealing with, which is going to reduce the amount of sprays you have to put out. And that's cutting in, you know, that looking at the bottom line of the grower, they're going to end up saving money in the long run and hopefully profiting off of the amount of plants that they end up or veg vegetables they end up selling in the future. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with us about vegetables. It's my favorite topic, and I think we learned a lot. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. This has been a production of Alabama Extension at Auburn University.